Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. But it is time now for our next guest. Evening, a Barwon head surfer is being hailed a hero after saving the lives of three children and a father in separate rescues at the same beach. That audio, thanks to Chenny, Channel 9, that surfer goes by the name of Benny Roberts. He's been good enough to join us this morning. Uh, Benny, thanks for your time. G'day, Kane. No worries. So you're a local surfer, a bit of a, a local legend, it, it must be said. You go down Saturday afternoon to check the surf, as you would probably do three or four times a day. Um, what do you see? <laughs> Uh, I arrived at about 4.30 on Saturday afternoon, just finished work and um, rocked up to one of the local beaches and there was a fair bit of swell around, which I was pretty excited about. And uh, wasn't, well, to be honest, where, there, where I was going, there was actually no one surfing. Um, it was kind of reasonably good-sized swell and I was getting pretty excited about that. I'd had to finish the day. Um, I was sort of scouring up and down the beach where I should have or where I was looking to go out and I saw... Uh, no one was out there and I was getting excited and I was just about to actually leave that particular beach and go to a beach a little bit, well, the next beach along where it actually was a fraction bigger. And I just looked down and I saw there was the three people um, just entering in the water or they were probably already in the water and they are probably up to about their waist um, and there was a fair bit of swell and a fair bit of water moving. It was quite a full tide. It wasn't fully high, but there was a fair bit of, like the tide was incoming, so there was a lot of water moving around. I, was, I looked around uh, to the east and to the west again, and then as I looked back down, they'd moved, they'd separated apart. They were probably a couple of metres apart, initially two or three metres apart, and then within a matter of seconds, they were probably 20 metres apart from each other, maybe even a fraction more, and one of them was sort of, heading a fair way out to sea as well as mm. the other uh the other parties uh, sorry the other two and i thought to myself oh this doesn't look good these guys don't really look like they know what the conditions are um and didn't look like they were you know uh, sort of a maintaining level of comfort to you know get get back in from the ocean and i sort of thought to myself oh, this, this is looking a bit nasty a bit scary um and as, as that happened um I looked down again and the daughter who was the closest to the beach actually um, sort of started waving. As I turned around, I heard a noise behind me, I turned around, there was a fellow there and um, he just rocked up in boardies and he sort of made the comment, oh, it's good size, isn't it? It's pretty big. And I said, yeah. And I said, and I just actually turned around to him and said, oh, hey, mate, I think these guys down here are in a fair bit of trouble. I'm going to go in and uh, give them a hand. Um, are you okay to you know, give us a hand? And he said, yeah, no worries. I've got a surfboard in the car. I've never met this fellow before. It was a mm. fellow by the name of Tomo from Geelong. Um, so we both ran to our cars. He grabbed his board. I grabbed my bodyboard and flippers and weddy, um, put my weddy half on. We ran down the stairs. By the time we got down to the stairs, they would have been at least 100 to 150 metres out to sea. Wow. And 
there was two other people that there was another family um, that was on the beach, further down the beach, and there was two of those, two of their members had gone in to help them. Um, they're swimming out to help them. There was another family of people on the beach, and I just yelled at them and said, "Look, you need, we need to call the ambulance, and you need to quote this number up the top." Because at that stage, they were just dramatically getting pulled out to sea, and we could tell mm. that they weren't. You know, I could tell that there was no way that they were getting getting back in. So we went out, raced out. Um, Tomo went out, and, and he got the the, the boy. Uh, the one of the other swimmers had was helping the girl. Probably I don't know how far off the, off off the shoreline. And I grabbed the swimmer and the and the daughter um, with my bodyboard and, and got them in to where they could stand on the rocks. And then and I was talking to the daughter and, and um, asking you know, how many people there was because I didn't really know whether it was the same group of the party on the beach or whether it was or who how many people were actually you know out in the ocean. Uh, and then we went went back out and by that stage there was. Uh, the other guy, Tomo, had got the, the son in. He was pretty exhausted and that had, that had taken a few minutes and he got him into the almost to the beach and we both went back out. Uh, I ended up having to get one of the guys that had gone in to help, um, help with the with the family that were in trouble because he was actually in a fair bit of trouble himself. Mm. Uh, he was sort of screaming out for help and he was emotional and had tears in his eyes and he was pretty concerned and starting to panic. Um, and I and I sort of consoled him and calmed him down and sort of helped him get in on my bodyboard, sort of bear hugged him to to get him in. And then we both, me and the other guy, both went out um, and we went went out searching for for the dad, but unfortunately uh, couldn't couldn't find him anywhere. The two air, the two rescue choppers came. They were sort of hovering over our head. Um, I was sort of paddling up and down and around uh, through the lineup and then a little bit further out to sea, but unfortunately, yeah, couldn't couldn't locate the dad. And then they uh, spotted him. One of the West Coast the helicopters spotted him, and then they winched him out and uh, tried to revive him on the beach, but uh, weren't successful. So that was uh, that was a bit that was pretty sad and disappointing. And mm. um, yeah, it was, it was just one of those things that uh, just goes to show that you know it can happen very very quickly. I was shocked at. Uh, how quickly it happened. I've, I've been involved in a couple of incidences before and uh, certainly none of them escalated as quickly as this did. Um, and then, yeah, quite ironically, uh, I just did a little story for Channel 7 and Channel 9 on Sunday afternoon at the beach where the incident happened the night before and I was about to paddle out and surf a wave um, the, uh, the same beach with a mate, Cam Lampard, and we were literally about to jump in the water and I was rec recalling what had happened before to him, telling him what had happened. And then a mate, Mimi, was yelling from the top and about 150 metres down to the east of where we were. Um, almost the exact same scenario was unfolding. Mm -hmm. A daughter, a son and a dad, um, both all caught in the rip. And uh, they were the son and the, the son and the dad in particular were in a fair bit of strife. Luckily for that, in that case, another fellow was coming in from the surf out the back and he was able to assist and get the daughter in. Uh, and we, Cam and I, assisted in getting the son and the um, the son and the dad in. And they were both in pretty bad way. They swallowed a lot of water. Um, the, the dad was, you know, he had blue, fully blue face and very poor circulation and blue hands. And um, lucky enough, the, uh, the paramedics came and they were able to assist him on the beach and as of Wednesday morning um, they were they were on the mend but they'd, they'd been in hospital for a couple of days because they'd had so much water you know in on their lungs so they were both uh, both lucky boys as well.
Well, it's frightening. Uh, ben Roberts joins us. He shared the story with us, basically how he saved numerous lives in the space of one weekend. Tragically, uh, a Bowenhead's father uh, lost his life in a drowning. Now, Benny, there's been 40 drownings in Victoria since July. It's it's the worst year on record. And yeah. I think you've been a big advocate for certainly more signage in and around where you live because there isn't enough warnings, clearly, and, and people aren't understanding of the conditions. Yeah, they're not. And I think probably what it comes back to, Kane, is there's a lot of, like, the education at schooling uh, with local surf life-saving, uh, those sort of things are so important for kids. Um, anyone that's coming to the beach, I mean, unless you're here all the time um, and you're a very competent ocean person, you know, it's mother nature. And, you know, the signs are, the signs definitely will help and we need more of them. Um, you know, we've got, because the the population increase of, of where we we live locally um, and the people that come to the beach obviously on those warm days you now the car parks get full and sometimes unfortunately like in these two scenarios people that um, aren't competent with surface conditions and ocean conditions they just go to the next car park where they can get a car park and sometimes those beaches have got a bit more swell or a bit more dangerous so yeah definitely need some you know we definitely need some extra signage and we definitely need some um, you know more support and the, the, we're just very fortunate for, in both scenarios that there was people that are, you know the local surfers that have an understanding of what was going on were able to you know raise the alarm in both scenarios and then and then get get people to shore because um, if if they if they weren't there in both scenarios we'd be talking about the numbers being significantly up mm. um, and it, it is uh, it is yeah we do have a, a bad record this year certainly in Victoria um, and it's just yeah we're very fortunate that again like-minded surfers were able to um, be of assistance and, and we're certainly rallying behind our local local councils and stuff like that to get you know some more notification to the beach um, and, and to give people you know the, show people the warnings I guess of you know that there is often rips or swell or undercurrents and and um, you know unless it's I always say to people, if, if it's above head high and you're not an ocean person, mm. it's probably not the best place to go in because mm. you, you know, unless you're a person that's in the ocean all the time, it can happen, it can change and turn on you very quickly. Well, Benny, you're an absolute hero, mate. Thank you for raising awareness, for sharing your story, um, and oh, just just a massive pat on the back to you from everyone here for for saving lives. We often talk about sport here; it seems quite trivial when we get a story on like this. But I appreciate your time this morning. No worries, thanks, Kay. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91